Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Jada Taylor, author of We Are Already Here, available on Amazon and also on my website, jadataylor.com. If you're looking to self-publish in 2021, come join me and be a part of my self-pub club. I'm available for ghostwriting, editing, coaching, and all your writing needs. Visit me on jadataylor.com or follow me on Instagram at thejadataylor. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm. DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast.
Now, yeah, man, it's the one only DJ Chase, man, the host of the pregame party in this podcast on 20 Podcast Networks, Monday nights, Dynasty Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m., man. You know what it is, man. Uh, Divergent Supreme Radio. We got the one, the only, the soulful, the classy, the fedoras, everything like that. You know, the, the jazz rap, conscious rap. Juanito Jones in the building. What's going on, brother? Hey, thank you so much for uh, having me. I uh, hope you're well and safe during these crazy times. Yeah, yeah, it's always something. <laughs> right, right. But you know what it is, man. You know how we do. We still keep our head above water, keep God first. So, you know exactly. how that goes. Yeah, man. So, uh, New York City, the Bronx is owned the finest Juanito Jones, man. First and foremost, man, we're going to talk about your background, get people to know who you are, because, you know, a lot of times yeah, people yeah. don't, you know, they, they see artists and hear artists, but they don't know really know about the artists. So, first right. and foremost, where are you, what part of the Bronx are you from, brother? Um, so, I was originally born and raised um, in the Zariga area by Castle Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been living in the city now for, like, almost five years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean... It's, it's a pretty interesting place to grow up in. Yeah. That's funny. I'm actually from Soundview. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Yeah, yeah I'm from the Soundview area. Yeah, Six Line. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay. from Soundview. Yeah, okay. so yeah Soundview, man. I used, to, I used to go to Soundview. I used to... The only reason I used to go to Soundview when I was a kid is yeah. uh, I used to get off the train and go to that, that like, place by the water. As soon mm. as you get off, you know, you see it's like... Yeah, picnic areas. It almost looked like Pelham Bay Park, but the sound view. Yeah. Um, I used to go over there and just be crazy. It's, yeah. Uh, sound view is an interesting spot. Yeah, they're very interested. <laughs> yeah, yeah they even got that. Uh, they, they got that one hotel, uh, the Sheraton, yeah, shadiest yeah. hotel out there. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, that. definitely, definitely. You too young to know about that. If you know, if you know, you know. If you was outside, <laughs> you was outside, man. But um, you know, definitely. Thank you for being on the show, man. You know, growing up, it's growing true. up in the Bronx. Like, cause you're such a soulful artist. You're such a, you know, classy, cl- you're a classic artist as a, as I should say, you know, how did growing up, growing up in the Bronx, how did that influence you? Um, I mean, you know, I've always been the type of cat to like, I was mostly home predominantly all my childhood. Um, I went out, I got a late start to life. And then uh, I feel like once I turned like 17, 18, Mm. Is when I started getting lit out the house, um, and I was just like, I was that kid to be out as long as I could before I got that call to come back. Um, mm. I've always, I've always been an uh, interesting cat. You know, I, I used to like all of my friends in the hood were like all gangbangers and like, mm. you know, what I'm saying all of that like the yeah. hardest cats, and then they have like me in the cut. You know, what I'm saying and they're yeah. like, you know, I always. Uh, <clears throat> they always uh, gravitated toward me and you know I hung out with like a lot of interesting cats that you probably wouldn't assume I would hang out with at <laughs> yeah, that yeah. time and um, yeah man the Bronx is interesting you know I feel like uh, I saw a lot of nightlife when I was out and, and um, you know being raised in the Bronx gave me the opportunity to just be quick on my toes and just you know be aware of my surroundings because mm-hmm. you be in the wrong place at the wrong time and the Bronx is over for you Definitely, definitely. I'm a Bronx native, so yeah. I know this, man. You know, and out of all things, you know, because you have a very interesting background as well, too. Like, you know, you've been in this industry for some time and, you know, in yeah. the four minute, you know what I'm saying? So who, like, what made you want to become an artist? Because like I said, a lot of people become artists. They just be like, they want the, clip, the quick money or they want the quick, yeah. the quick, you know, the quick fame or whatever the case may be. But your journey is a little different than that. What made you want to, be- want to become an artist first and foremost? Um, I, I think I just always was gravitated towards creativity and I've been more of the type of person that I never really speak much to folks. I always 
like, you know, writing down ideas. Um, and it's funny because I initially wanted to be a singer. Um, like everyone in my family tell you, they probably thought I was gonna grow up and like be a singer. Mm. And then a puberty hit and that wasn't gonna work for me. So, uh, <laughs> that voice changed you know, real quick. I, yeah, then I fell in love with just like the art of rap and like, you know, mm. hip hop and just being able to like play with words and connect with folks on a different type of level. Mm. Um, so, I mean, I think just being able to be a creative and connect to people on a level that other things you can't really connect with. Music is such a powerful tool. Mm. You use it the right way. And um, yeah, I think life itself just really motivated me. And I always just was musically inclined to mm. my things. So I was just like, I might as well just do this. Yeah. And I, it was something I love doing. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely, man. And who did you listen to growing up? Like, who was some of your influence that you could say, like, because, like I said, you're such a classic artist, so you yeah. could probably, but, but you still have that that street element to you. You could tell, like, you, it yeah. comes from a certain place. Like, what um, yeah. what artists did you listen to? So, um, I didn't, growing up, I never listened to hip-hop or rap. Like, oh, wow, okay. I was not a rap. Yeah, I just, it just fell naturally as I got older. Um, yeah, yeah. So I grew up listening to like soul, doo-wop, um, mm. jazz, classical music, um, Italian opera. Um, I just literally like rap wasn't my forte. I wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. not that I hated it. It was just like, you know, that's not what I grew up listening to. Um, as a kid, I grew up chopping up vinyls. Um, I listened to a lot of Kanye West production side, um, not necessarily like his actual music, but I just listened to all the songs he produced. I fell in love with it, that. So I started off like as a producer and I made my way into just like figuring everything out. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, man, I always grew up listening to like really good, like classics and just like mm -hmm. different music. That's not like that. You got to dig into the crates for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Definitely, and I feel definitely. like, I feel like once I like got older into my teens, um, mm -hmm. then I started getting exposed, you know, social media and, and, and the internet and everything. And I just started like going backtracking to like now. Mm -hmm. Going through the years of, of, of the evolution of hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. Got you, got you, man. Now, previously, you were actually signed to um, Universal Music Group. You know, how did yeah. that? Well, first and foremost, how did that come about? Like, you know, how did that happen? Um, honestly, it was just right place, right time. Mm. Uh, so I, um, when I lived in the Bronx, this lady that um, lived downstairs. She told me, like, one of her friends, she didn't even, like, let me know it was, like, her ex-cousin. She was, like, one of my friends, is, he does management for music. Mm -hmm. Yada, 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 long story short. Um, one day, I was, like, I coincidentally was, just, like, walking outside. Yeah, the yeah. van pulled up on me, and he was, like, yo, you want to eat it? And I was, like, yeah. And he let me know I'm at this A&R for Universal. He was, like, you know, my, one of my friends is telling me about you. And then he had me, like, spit a verse for him. Next wow. day, we're wearing my best friend's crib, like going over my album, and then left and right people and everybody was talking to each other. And then after that, I signed a, a year um, distribution deal with mm. Universal, and it was a really, really great experience. I was Dope. able to um, tour to different cities. I, I opened up for Rock, came in a couple of spots. I Funk Fest. Um, yeah, it was a really cool experience. It was really dope. And I met with a lot of people um, that I still know to this day and then mm. just built some really strong relationships. That's dope. That's fire, man. And, you know, I want to ask you this question, too, because, like I said, I like your music. I'm a... You you make this type of music that I, I want to work with you one day. Like, I like your music. It's totally, like, real lo-fi, real, like, 
it just gets to the point. It's really potent music. Like, you, it's no filler with your mm-hmm. music, right? Um, you know, do you like being independent better or you like being signed better? What do you like? Um, I mean, I think when I did, when I was signed and I saw the music business for what, what it was, mm. uh, everyone has their own, you know, level of success and, and, and what they all want to achieve. I feel like everyone... Uh, by default, they all are like, I'm going to be big. I'm going to be on, on all the stages. I'm going to be on TV. But a lot of people don't have that realistic view that that's not, it's a very small percentage of people that actually get to that point. Mm. Um, and I feel like when you are signed, you don't have as much control. Mm. Um, you, you know, you, you might see a lot of money, um, but you don't realize the business aspect of it. Um, I feel like being independent, you do have all the freedom and especially if you're doing everything mm-hmm. out of your own pocket yeah. um a lot of people also don't realize a lot of artists don't realize that you have to spend a lot of money in this yep. business to get to where you want and i think sure. that a lot of artists don't make that type of investment yeah. because you know sometimes they don't think in the long term you know i mean mm-hmm. so yeah i think independent um being independent with just a good support system behind you um and obviously some powerhouses behind you on the mm. independent level that could really get you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, being someone was dope. Um, I just didn't continue my contract because they just wanted me to make certain type of music that I wasn't yeah. comfortable with. And I yeah. think the last show I had was when we did a show in Marietta mm. and I was at some strip club. It was a strip club. It was just, it, it seemed like it was a strip club, but I was in there and it was packed and I was performing just this song that I didn't even want to write and didn't even want to perform. And he just had me like performing this one song. And I was just like, man, why am I in this place? You know what I'm saying? They got, they got like me in a whole suit in in like this. Like a strip joint. club joint, yeah. Yeah. Looking crazy. I was yeah. Like, I was like, yeah, so I think, yeah, yeah, independent for, for me yeah. is just gives me the opportunity to just do whatever I want. For sure, for sure, man. And and you know what's crazy? You actually segue right to my next question. Do you ever feel like, you know what I'm saying, sometimes because like I said, you have real jazz conscience now it's not it never leave jazz rap it's more just like i said it's just more like it's more potent it's more you know authentic classical hip-hop you know in the sense of yeah. saying you know but because you generally you generally blend in i'm listening to your production too because you produce your own music as well like yeah. the samples and just like certain sounds that you put and like even the tempos that you make you really make really tempo based driven music do you yeah. feel like, you know what, did you ever have to compromise? Like, do you ever feel like in your mind, like, you know what, I got to make one of them nasty trap songs or, you know what I'm saying, something like that? Um, I have and I can. Um, I think the beauty of being able to produce my music and being able to make music the way I want to is I can make music that's current and mm-hmm. it still sounds different. And mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like what you hear on the radio. You know, I could, um, like, for example, my new album I'm working on, is 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 a hard, aggressive, raw hip hop album, and there's a couple of trap songs on there that is all jazz trap. So, I think that being able to know my sound and being able to produce hand in hand just works. So I don't think I don't feel like I've ever had to do anything out of my realm that has made me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I've definitely made beats and made songs that aren't necessarily the type of music I've been making for so long. Mm. But I'm able to still put in those influences and those sounds to just make it sound completely different. Gotcha. 
That's what's up. That's a dope answer. And you know, being your own producer does it actually help you um like with your recording as well? Because a lot of artists, but because I engineer, you see, I'm in my studio now. You know, a lot of artists they don't know how to they don't know how to work with the microphone. They don't know how to control their voice. Do you feel like being a producer helps you like record your own music personally? Um, yeah, I feel I, I think that I think that when you do a lot of your own things, it gives you just room to know exactly what you want to do. Um, mm -hmm. And especially being a producer, you know, I know exactly what works for me and I know exactly what sounds I'm using. And once I make the beat, I immediately have a song and I know exactly how I want to layer everything out. So mm -hmm. yeah, it, it helps for me personally. It, it just helps being a producer because in the long run, I have everything exactly the way that I want it to sound. Got you, got you. And let's fan out, let's nerd out for a second, man. First and foremost, because I gotta ask for my producers. I love my production. What do you use to produce uh, your music? So it's funny you ask, and I think it's surprising when I tell most people. Um, for a long time, I've only made beats on my phone. Um, on your phone? I, wow. Yeah, I don't, I don't use laptop. I don't use consoles. Mm -hmm. uh, um, it, it isn't until recently, April of last year, I started making beats on an iPad. Um, yeah, okay. so that's now all I make. I, but I, now I alternate. I make beats on either my phone or an iPad. Um, I've always said it's never about um, what you have; it's about how you use it. Um, okay. You know, because I, I've I, I grew up um, having NPCs and stuff, mm. but I think I wanted to do something a little bit different in mm. terms of like, man, what can I bring to the table that's mm. just different from everybody else? Because you know, if you're traveling and stuff, you can't bring your your motif or your Triton or yeah. your, your NPC studio. Yeah. All them wires of those speakers. So I literally just have my 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 iPad case, my phone. I bring my headphones, and I have my little uh, MIDI keyboard, and I'm good to go. For uh, sure, man. So yeah, all my beats and stuff I've made on my phone or on my iPad. That's what's up. That's I never heard that before. That's definitely dope. Like I, I like because I yeah. use the um I use the machine MK Mini. I mean MK mm -hmm. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. And that, that's my baby. I can't I can't even mm -hmm. like fathom making beats without it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you feel like it's easier to make beats on the phone? Like, oh, why, like, what's what made you prefer the phone? Um, can the conveniency, mm -hmm. uh, and it was just so different, you know, because I was like, you know, I grew up. Um, my first gift as a kid was a was a uh, MPC, and then from there I had gotten a, a XF8 motif, and then mm -hmm. I got a Triton, and I was like, yo, this this stuff is dope. But I can't take this everywhere. I remember yeah, when I used to go to the Triton is huge. Yeah, or or the Train's motif. Huge. I remember when yeah, I used to motif, go to this yeah. lab. I remember when I worked out of this lab in in Harlem, and I was like bringing this huge. You had to trigger it. Like, yeah, you had to trigger it. You had to trigger, like, trigger this, it. And this, all that. It was too much. Yeah, yeah, I was like, this ain't gonna work. So then, um, I had came across um, the IMPC at first. That's what I was making beats off of, which is an app from a guy, mm -hmm. and it's just a digital MPC that you do on your phone, and you can layer it and sequence and do everything on it. I was like, yo, this is amazing. Mm. And and I just mastered it. I just became the master of it. Um, and then from there, I was like, man, I gotta make, can I do something simpler than this and still make some fire um, production? And then from there, I've, I came across GarageBand mm. and I just fell in love with the, how how easy it was to do. And, and, mm. and I sampled, like I do everything on GarageBand. I sample, I chop, I mix, I master. I do everything. Oh, that's I think that's it's personally, I think it's personally easier. But there's a lot of people that'll tell you that they look at that and they'll be like, "Yo, this is so difficult to understand." Yeah. So it's really about you know what you prefer. 
Copy, copy, man. Now, uh, we're going to get into some music. Your new project, 2020. Yes. Uh, very personal record. I was actually listening to it just now. Um, you got, you know, one of my favorite cuts is uh, Have You Ever. And you have oh, this well, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that song. And then you had uh, Dear Mama, which is a really personal record, you know, and a very transparent record. So what? how did you feel making that song? Because it was really deep and really, like I said, really yeah. personal. Yeah. Um. So, I mean... I've always been the, the artist to make music that's just like full of substance, that's relatable, that's not something that after a hundred times listening to it, you like get so annoyed with it because like, damn, I keep hearing this. Um, and a lot of all my music is like very personal. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm a human being, I'm not gonna make music about something that other people, that like the average person isn't out here popping uh, bottles and, yeah. and, and, and causing money. Because it's not. true, it's like, it's not. like the average person, is not but the average person is going through heartbreak the average person is going through loss the average person mm. is going through 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 so many things so mm. um that record um dear mama um so much happened to me in, in in the year 2020 and i said i'm gonna put all of this that happened to me in just five songs and and um december 2019 is when i had lost my grandmother mm. and um you know i was like man i gotta put this in there just because it just would fit smoothly but yeah every song on there is like something that happened in my life in 2020 that changed my life mm -hmm. yeah yeah now nah, for sure for sure definitely man and like i said have you ever you produced that as well you obviously say you produced that as well yeah i produced everything yeah, yeah. have you ever is that gonna be the same i think as a dj i love that record i need the mp everybody it's funny because i was talking to my fiance about it and it's funny like the tracks that you like and mm -hmm. you're like these are the singles someone else or a majority of other people like nah this is it so um have you ever is one of the singles the other singles trust you again gotcha. but, um have you ever have you ever is like my most streamed song right now so um mm. i'm definitely shooting a video for have you ever but yeah have fire. you ever is, is one of those leading singles yeah. fire man and you know as like i said you you you're one of the, the dopest interviews that i had in a minute like you know what i'm saying you Appreciate very you, you answer the questions very direct you're very in tune with your music now, you know, we have different media. We have Instagram, we have Facebook, we have social media music. And you, like I said, you are pre all social media. So, you know, how do you feel about like the TikTok takeover as far as like, you know what? Because we say compromising in itself, but just as far as compromising, yeah. doing like a TikTok song, do you feel like you have to make one of those stupid TikTok songs or a challenge or something like that? So I personally don't really mess with social media the gotcha. only thing I have is Instagram and I only use Instagram for, to promote my, my production and my music and that's it I'm not on anything else I deleted every single form of social media I, have. I feel you, you know, I'm, I'm going through that too yeah I'm going through that now it's so time consuming you and mental health yeah mental health yeah you're scrolling through like just people's Instagram that I'm like why am I doing like like this person is not helping me at any point yeah. TikTok too I personally can't be a type of person out here just recording videos yeah, it's weird, it's, weird like, it's weird for me personally um nah I've, I've i've always stuck to just my gut and what i know it will work in the long run because at some point these things are gonna die out you know yeah like tiktok it's not like tiktok is new tiktok's been around for, been a, for long a long time, time. Yeah, it was sound they, sound just, they yeah, just they just renamed it yeah they just they just, mm. just renamed it and and then just started becoming hot so you know mm. you got to think about like trends die out at some point Gotcha. You have to uh, reinvent. So that's that's the way I'm always thinking. I'm always like, man, how can I stay new and, and then one step ahead of the game? 
For sure, man. And what's your favorite? What's your favorite track of 2020? Like you always listening to everybody else. What's your favorite track? Um, my favorite track is "Trust You Again" for sure. Gotcha. Yeah, um, and then before we get out of here, man, uh, you have any shows coming up? I definitely want to ask you about some shows because you look, you like, you give a good dope performance. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope I do, man. That's always the intention going on stage. Yeah. Um, so um, I'm still on the edge about performing still. I don't, I personally just don't feel comfortable performing yet um, gotcha. with this whole COVID thing. Um, so just like we, in the meantime, until everything clears out, I've just been doing promo and interviews and, and, and um, I'm currently working on a new album mm. that, that I'm almost done um, recording. And I have three videos I'm shooting that I'm releasing before December. Cause once December hits, I'm doing a whole year long promo of this new album I'm working on so yeah that's that's right now like my main focus shows will probably come at some point next year if if this happens to ever clear up like I said I I, at my day job I work for the post office so who at this rate with these stupid people out here you never know what's gonna happen bro right 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 (laughs) unfortunately I hate to say it like that but man for sure man and 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 before we get out of here you have any what would you tell an artist right now? Because like I said, you're a seasoned vet in a sense. You've been signed. You've been not signed. What would, What is one piece of advice you would give an artist that says, you know what? I want to deal. I want to deal. Or I want to be independent. What was one piece of advice you would give any artist that come up to you and ask you that? Um, ideally, I always tell cats that are like, I tell them, ask yourself, what do you want to end up doing? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because... You can get a anybody can get a record deal. Like it's not hard to get signed. <laughs> like yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. there's like so many people that are signed, but there's also so many people that are shelved. Um, and like getting a deal is like a is a whole business is attached to it. And it's like you get a deal with a line of credit, and if you don't pay that back, you're keeping all your money. Um, and then you could you know you could get all this money and not be famous and just be like some dude that has all this money that really owes it back, or you could be independent and really make your way up. So. Um, I think you should just be realistic with yourself and mm-hmm. really make that real assessment. Like, am I really like, where am I in terms of being close to this actual goal? Cause a lot of people don't make that self assessment of like, man, can this really take off or can this really, can I really do this for the rest of my life without doing anything else? You know? For and sure. I think once they start being real with themselves and realizing, uh, you know, this is, I can do this. I got, I can put all this money up without an issue. Mm-hmm. Then they'll more or less know that path if they want to go. But again, everybody has their own preference. You know, I'm not going to say that this is better than the other. I could just say off personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally would just remain independent and, and, you know, you can, you have more flexibility and you can really have that creative control that you want. And you can also meet cats also that are major and not have that weird conflict of like, you got to go through your label and whatnot you know yeah yeah for sure man and before we get out of here i know you i know you produce your own music man but how can any of my producers get like send you beats because i definitely want to send i got um i guess you got two beats i want to send you i think you'll fit like a glove on and i definitely would yeah. love to work with you and like to meet you you know what i'm saying being linked yeah, up or something sure. like that in the city for um sure. how can anybody reach you as far as like want to send you beats anything like that yeah um you can hit me on Instagram. That's like, I'm on that all day. Instagram is who is Juanito. Um, I literally post, you'll mostly see me uh, posting all my beats. 
And now I'm starting to like just put all of my music on there just because I'm promoting the EP and the album. But yeah, hit me on there. My email's on there too. Um, I just fixed it all up so you, it has like my contact email. But um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Instagram, uh, you can reach me. I'll, I'll respond. I'm not one of those people that is weird and doesn't respond for like yeah. two months and then it's like, oh, just saw your message. Like I, I'm pretty quick on like responding. Copy, man. Uh, Juanito Jones, man. Missed 101,000 followers, but I don't do social media. Juanito <laughs> Jones, super, superstar. Oh, Juanito Jones, man. Nah, man. Thank you for sure for coming on the podcast, man. Sorry about the delay. You I had a, no, that's you know, all I good. Yeah, I had a family emergency, so I got to go deal with that. But um, so you know good. what it is, man. Juanito Jones, man. Shine yourself out, man. Plug anything you got, man. Plug everything. Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, follow me on uh, Instagram. Who is Juanito? Uh, I have the latest EP out, 2020, on all major stream platforms. Hoping to drop uh, three videos before December. And I'm currently working on my new album called Drone AF, which will drop December 15th. 12-track album, fully produced by me as well. And uh, it'll be something to look forward to. But in the meantime, stream, stream 2020. There we go. You have it. Uh, Juanito Jones, man. Once again, it's DJ Chase. Thank you, brother, for coming on the podcast, man. Yes, it's gonna sir. Be on all, all the podcast networks are going to be on five radio stations. So you're going to get some promo. You're going to get the Instagram clips going. We're going to get all that, man. Juanito Jones, man. It's the pregame party miss podcast with DJ Chase. Subscribe YouTube DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Um, Instagram underscore DJ Chase. Uh, TikTok DA Real DJ Chase. Uh, Dynasty Radio Monday nights 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Divergent Supreme Radio uh, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Monday nights as well too. Triple Up Radio. A few radio stations. We out there. We locked in. You know this man is DJ Chase. The pregame party miss podcast. Gia. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast.